0: Hello and welcome to the Last Push Podcast. On tonight's episode, we are going to continue on from yesterday when I was talking about ions. We now need to take a look at the process of electrolysis, what electrolysis is, If you get asked to label some of the parts of this practical, what those words are going to be, those key words, and then after that, we can start then start thinking about looking at half equations. So with electrolysis, you really need to start thinking about electrolysis and then link that to the word electrolyte. And the word electrolyte is going to be a liquid that is able to flow and able to move because of electricity. So electrolysis, electrolyte is gonna be that liquid, that solution, and it's able to move and flow because of electricity and because of the charged ions Within the solution itself. So, when we're talking about an ionic compound, we're talking about metals with nonmetals. We focused on that yesterday, and we've got a metal and a nonmetal. There's a transfer of an electron, so your metals are going to become positive metal ions. Your nonmetals, like your chlorine, uh, anything that's in group six and group seven, are going to become negative ions. So, first thing that you need to get is your electrolyte or your solution. And usually that happens when you have an ionic compound, which is either melted or it's dissolved in water. So, it will most likely tell you in an exam question if it's been melted or if it's a solution. If it's a solution, it means it's been dissolved in water. And the reason why it has be melted and dissolved is so that the ions are able to move, so that they're freed and they're able to move around in the liquid and the solution. That's really, really important for you to try to remember that one. And... Basically, once you've got your ions, which are free to move, if you've got an electric current that runs through that, you're able to make those ions move to certain areas. So I need you to think about um, a small beaker, which has got a solution in it. If that small beaker has got a solution in it, you're going to place two electrodes, um, two electrodes which are metal wires into the beaker and then those metal electrodes are going to be hooked up to a power pack and some sort of electricity you're able to turn it on and the flow of electrons that electricity that charge is able to flow through to those metal rods now you need to first of all know a little bit about the metal rods. They're going to have two of them and they've both got different names even though they look the exact same. One will be a positively charged um, which is going to be a positive electrode and that's called an anode. The other one, which is a negative electrode, is called the cathode. And positively charged ions will be attracted and move to The negative electrode which is the cathode whereas negatively charged ions will move to the positive electrode which is called the anode. Usually um, this is where you start looking at examples so if you remember to the required practical we looked at the required practical is electrolysis of copper sulfate solution. So I've said the word solution, so hopefully you guys have clued in. If the word solution is in there, it means it's dissolved in water. Now, anything that's been dissolved in water, it's got extra ions in it. So for example, if we've got copper sulfate crystals... And we dissolve them into water. First of all, you're going to have copper sulfate, which is CuSO4. But when it dissolves in water, it breaks into its ions. So if you write this down, CuSO4, and then you actually show that that's getting broken down into Cu2+, that's the ion form of copper, and SO42-. So copper ends up being a positive ion, and sulfate ends up being a negative ion. So those are the ions for copper sulfate. Now, I also said it was in a solution. Solution means that it's been dissolved in water. And water, H2O, will break down into H plus ions and OH minus ions. So in your beaker that you're envisioning um, with your blue solution in there, you've got four different ions, Cu2+, SO4 2-, which is from the copper sulfate, and H+, and OH-, which is from the water. So now you just need to think about, okay, if it is a positive ion like the Cu2 plus and the H plus it will be attracted to the negative electrode which is the cathode. Usually if you can just remember that part you can get two three marks which is absolutely brilliant. Then um, on the other side if we're thinking about your other ions you've got SO4 2 minus and OH minus which is from the water, because you've dissolved it in the solution, to make a solution. So both OH- and the SO4-2- are going to be attracted to the positive electrode. They're going to be attracted to the anode. And then that's usually where a lot of students can kind of grasp that idea. And then after that, it starts getting a little bit trickier. So what I want you to do is I want you to take a look at some diagrams of some described copper sulfate solution electrolysis, start wrapping your head around that, um, and then the next thing, so building on this from ions to electrolysis, we're then going to start taking a look at half equations. And that's for higher tier only. So if you already know that you're going to be writing the foundation tier, you're not going to have to do half equations. But for right now, after you're done listening to this episode, I want you to go back. I want you to review, go back over ions, go back over electrolysis one more time in preparation for taking a look at half equations and also taking a look at your reactivity series because that's going to come into play when we start getting into those tougher electrolysis type questions. I highly, highly recommend that you do take a look at uh, the Malsbury Science Required Practical Video for Copper Sulfate. It's a great one. It's absolutely brilliant. It describes it really, really well, really straightforward. And it shows you the steps nice and clear and simple to understand. So hopefully this helps a little bit with electrolysis, the breakdown of it, kind of the simple intro, what it is and the different parts. But I need you guys to also spend 20 minutes of your own time going back through and revising it because you need to start learning it start taking those little steps to make sure that it gets in your heads because it is going to come up this year and it is not going to stump you because you guys are being intentional you're putting in the work and you're doing everything you can right now to learn about it so have a great night and i'll see you guys tomorrow